This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapists, welcome to Geekscape episode 197. I know that's pretty high up there on the road to 200 episodes, but if this is your first Geekscape, don't be scared off because, hey, every Geekscape is somebody's first Geekscape. This is a movies, video game, and comic book podcast where we talk about the latest news and reviews. I'm Jonathan London over here on your left side, and I'm always joined by a guest who has something to say about movies, video games, or comics, or all three, and uh, this is one of your favorite guests. If you're a regular Geekscape viewer, you recognize Ian Kerner over here, which who you have voted as like your favorite co-host two years out of the four we've been doing Geekscape. So he wasn't there to receive the award. He wasn't even there to receive the award uh, two Saturdays ago when we had our best of uh, 2010 party. Um, Ian, where were you when we uh, voted you as favorite co-host along with B- William Bibiani? I was at a birthday party. Okay. Well, you could have been at Geekscape's birthday party. We, we turned four. It was one of my best friend's birthday parties. I had to go. Your whole friends. family thing, you know. We're your best friends. I'm just saying. I'm sorry, you know. Ian, I have a life. Do you hear that? Uh, that that is what we wanted to hear. The the truth the truth is that he has a life. So he's not going to be at the Geekscape for your anniversary I, party. I, I, I made a point of thinking, okay, where is it? Can I make it? But I was like, it just wasn't realistic. That's okay. We understand. Is the other side of town. We or, understand you know. that when we do like fifty some odd episodes a year, some of the people we ask on the couch are going to be cooler than us. That's yeah, what we count that. on. That's what we hope for. You know, I even at six o'clock, like we taped five minutes after we taped. I was like, I gotta go. I almost became too cool for the Geekscape party. I had it's not a, that I I'm too really cool, cool for it. I mean, you know, I just have a life. I have other things going on mm-hmm. sometimes. No, I understand. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, look, generally speaking, you yeah. asked me to be on the show. I make time to be no, on the show. No, you're good. Um, no, you, you've always been good to us, Ian. Uh, I literally had a, uh, an event that started like two hours afterwards, and I had to go home and change and all this. And uh, Walton ended up keeping the party going. You, you guys remember two episodes ago, the Geekscape four-year anniversary party. Um, Walton, what ended up happening? We didn't get a chance to talk last week about it. But what happened? This is Brian Walton over here off camera recording the episode. Wally, I left around six six fifteen for the mm-hmm. Geekscape, left the Geekscape party. What happened from that point? We had people like Corey Roberts and Sam Weller, Brian Gilmore, well, Ben Dunn. What happened there? A large portion of us went and taped. Uh, Live Nude Geeks Okay well, And that um, is The podcast that Walton does It's available on the uh, Geekscape Audio problems website. fixed We're now actually A decent podcast Six episodes <laughs> in They have fixed the audio problems Fantastic um, But uh, No we And that took about an hour And that was Ben Dunn And uh, Gilmore Stumbling in And mm-hmm. Scaring everyone uh, But ah! 
after that, I I took on a babysitting job basically because Ooh, now were you paid for this babysitting so, so, job? Was no. it a fa- family friend who was no, this your babysitting? Uh, no, I was babysitting geekscapists. Oh shit! What happened? Uh, uh, a number of geekscapists uh, had a little bit too much to drink, and so Eric Diaz and I got to uh, just hang out and, and talk and get to know each other. At while. the party? Oh no, the party moved to where? To crazy girls. <laughs> Can you imagine the fucking horror field trip that that was? Crazy girls. That is, sounds like real, a really crazy, fun time. Crazy girls is a strip club that's close to where we recorded the party. A episodes. strip club where they don't take off clothes. Made famous right. by the, uh, made famous in the girls, girls, girls video by Motley Crue. Uh, that's where they shot it. Is that and, why they always play that stupid song? Probably, yeah. So, crazy girls, which is the first strip club I've ever been to. They don't take off their clothes, is what you said? No. They, they just, because they serve liquor. Because right. they serve liquor, right. they're that, just that, in bikini. There's a law in L.A., yeah. You can't serve and liquor in Much like uh, Sesame Street, you got to use your imagination. And they hear the bunch of horny geeks like going across the ah, street. They've already been riled up through the Geekscape podcast, live new geeks. Now they want to get like their act. They're all feeling confident. A couple of them won awards, and now they're going to go all brashly into this fucking place. Were there any arrests? Uh, no, but... Uh, Eric and I went to get some food, and when we got back, everybody was kind of getting shooed out. They, they, I, <laughs> they I, made them leave? I'm pretty sure they got booted, because we're almost about Gilmore's to walk on the in, stage. and they've all kind of getting herded out. Like, oh, you don't have like, to come back what, in. What happened? What ha- oh, shit. That is, a, that is something that's like a, that's like a legend. That we're never, that's like a mystery. That we're yeah, we're always going to wonder what happened in that Crazy Girls. Uh, oh. But, no, it was, it was a good time. It was... It was one of those nights where I realized, eh, next year we'll let someone else be in charge of the party. No, you did a fine job. You're in charge next year. I'm telling you right now. You're in charge. Okay? Okay. You gotta stay alive that long. You can <laughs> die then, but you gotta be in charge. And aren't you glad you missed this party? Um, <laughs> I'm not crushed. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian Carter and I... Uh, we went to see a movie this weekend. Uh, it was a brand new movie brought to you by Tony Scott, director of Con Air, tons of other movies. Uh, and Simon West directed. Oh, Simon West directed that. Oh, Tony I, Scott did Tony Top Scott. Gun oh, Tony and, Scott's the man. Yeah. He did this one as well. Tony Scott did the mechanic. No, Simon West. Simon did West did the mechanic. Yeah. Okay, so I, I had a fucked up introduction. Yeah. We went to see a movie called The Mechanic, directed by Simon West. Right. Who did That's Con right. Air? Because I made a comment Raider. in the theater. Tomb Raider, Con Air. Uh, what was the one with the girl like picks up the phone? It was a, a remake of uh, what was it? The Babysitter, and it's like he's in the house or whatever. Oh it was. yeah, um, what was it? What was that? I, didn't, I, I didn't don't know. It, it wasn't yeah. very good. Yeah. When a stranger calls. When a stranger, stranger calls. calls yeah, right, the yeah. remake of When a Stranger Calls. It was Simon West. Tony Scott's the man. Mm-hmm. Simon West works. A, you know my confusion. He works a lot Tony with Scott, Scott Free. Yeah, Tony Scott, Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, Tony Scott, Ridley Scott. He so, looks sure. Yeah, so Simon West uh, directed this mechanic, and Simon West, like we just listed a couple of the movies he made, and they're not necessarily my favorites. And I'd heard some things about the mechanic. It was a Jason Statham movie. I had no interest in seeing this movie because it looked like The Transporter Four, uh, but Ben Foster's in it, mm-hmm. and his performances are always so good that you kind of have to watch uh, a movie that Ben Foster's in, just out of interest, just out of the fact that he really is an awesome actor. And then Bibiani reviewed it. Bibiani's got this new um, uh, gig over at Crave Online where he's reviewing movies for them. He also has a podcast, which you guys should check out. And he didn't seem favorable about the movie either. And I was like, eh, 
But you know I, what? I, I didn't read his review. We didn't review uh, a movie last week, so I was like, we gotta review a movie. And Ali Ian, Hanley, who, who, Ali, our uh, our writer a up in Seattle, she wrote a positive review. Yeah. Okay. All, I did not read sides. the review because Ian and I were talking about right. we want to see the mechanic for you guys. So we went to see the movie, and I'm really expecting. Kind of, I trust Bibiani, so I'm kind of expecting like not that great. It's Simon West, so I'm kind of expecting okay. I liked the movie quite a bit. I thought it was great. Ian and I sit down. And I literally, before the movie starts, I turn to Ian and I say, I hope you know I'm going to be laughing through the majority of the movie. Right. And there were parts of which I, I did laugh out loud, well, but, I, well, but, yeah, I, but yeah. for the different reasons. You know what I have to say for the viewers is, a lot of the time when I'm going to be on, in the past, we would try to go to a movie together. Right. But the last bunch of times, it didn't work out. We'd probably try to see it, you know, on our own or whatever, you know, for whatever timing. This is the first time we've gone to see a movie together in, in, in a really long time. And, and the one that always stays with me is The Spirit. Oh yeah, Christmas Day, three years, two, three years ago, because, we went to see the Spirit together. Be, because the rule used before the Spirit was no comments. Let's wait for the show. Let's not snark in any way. Let's just keep our mouths shut while we watch the movie together. Which in a way is kind of ruining the, the yeah. communal experience. But we would just sit there and watch and not say a word to each other. The movie would end. We'd walk out. We and just nothing. couldn't take it. It was, and the it was spirit, like it was like we, fear factor. We, it, it was it was like rock, we were like throwing things at the screen. It was so bad. I mean, it, it was just horrendous. So all gloves and, are off now. Yeah. So yeah, now we walk in and we're like we're ready gloves for this just movie. Gloves are off. We're gonna watch the mechanic. And Ian, I hope you know I'm not expecting this movie to be very good. I'm gonna laugh through it. The movie starts out, and it's about this guy. Uh, Jason Statham plays a specialist who assassinates people, but doesn't want it to look like uh, an assassination. He wants it to look like an accident, so that he does the job. Well, he says it right? depends on the job, but his specialty is being a ghost. Kind yeah, of. yeah, making. You know, and, so. and he's hired by a corporation run by, in part, Donald Sutherland, and. Uh, his Donald Sutherland. Well, it's, son, a, it's some kind of firm. We, it's a firm that like, takes they, people out, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever they are, this, that's what they do. You know, it's not really clear what else they do. But they but, pay well. Yeah, they pay very well. And they hire the best, Jason Statham. And Donald Sutherland, you, he, in a conversation, you find out he has like a fuck up son who ends up being Ben Foster, and um, ultimately Jason Statham gets a hit uh, request from Donald Sutherland's partner, mm-hmm. okay, played by Tony Goldwyn, right? Right. Uh, who you guys know as the bad guy in Ghost, and anytime he's on the screen in anything, you don't trust him, right? Yeah. And Jason Statham. He killed Patrick Swayze. Because he killed Patrick Swayze. And Jason Statham uh, gets this request from the partner, and it is to kill Donna Sutherland's character. And he's like, whoa, wait a minute. We're friends, we have a history. You want it's me to kill him? He's been his mentor. But, he's been his mentor, right? But, but he's the guy that can get in, you know, close. And, and the, the partner, Tony Goldwyn, says to him, right? like, look. We could hire outside the firm, but you know, you'll probably be kinder about it, so you know. So, of course, Dayton takes the job. But the, the main point, of course, is that, oh, it's because Donald Sutherland has gone bad, and he's taken this money, and all these people got killed. And the whole time you're you watching know. him say it, you're sitting there going, yeah. we don't believe you. Tony yeah, we're sitting there going, no, it's Tony Goldwyn, so you're of course he's Goldwyn. the bad guy. But even so. What happens, happens. Uh, I don't want to spoil things too much for you guys, but Ben Foster ends up uh, with no direction. You know, the father that didn't return his love is now gone. Jason Statham's the only connection to that life. And Jason Statham was kind of the son that he never was. So he asked to be a part of his life. And Jason Statham is like, wait a minute, where I come from, you know, we don't have ties to anybody. You know what I mean? And now I'm going to take on my deceased, like, like, mentor's kid and be his mentor. And, oh, shit. And so almost out of guilt. He, yeah. he takes this guy yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's interesting because it's like he says no and then he says yes and 
the movie's subtle about that. I could see people maybe having a problem with, like, wow, that just suddenly happened. He mm -hmm. just decided to do it. You know, it, the movie doesn't spend a lot of time in characterization. Right. And, and, I mean, it's not the kind of movie that really needs it. But, I mean, I think that's what... The difference between it being a great film and, and just a good popcorn movie is, yeah, you know, I mean, anyone that quibbles about that stuff, sure, fine. I'll give yeah. them that. But... I mean, it's a good popcorn movie. I mean, I think the, that's the best way to put it. The right. violence is great. I mean, th there are some scenes. Dude, where, the violence is yeah. really cool. Like, yeah. like, like hiding a dude coming at you. You pop out his knees so he falls into frame, and then you shoot him in the head. Yeah, I like, mean, quick succession of shots. Boom, boom, boom. Right, visceral, visceral hand, cool hand, shit. Hand, you know, machine gun shit. We're not going to ruin the scene that you looked at me and you cracked up. Because I went, holy shit! Yeah, Ian just out of nowhere goes, holy shit! Off of something on the screen. And I was like... I mean, the action sequences in this movie are really damn good. Yeah. And again, it's like, Simon West, where were you hiding these skills? Because these... It was good. It was really good. good. I walked into a Simon West movie yeah. with that seemed like a, like a retread of what Jason Statham had already done to see Ben Foster's performance... And I ended up with a movie that I really enjoyed, which had a, like two or three contrived scenes that yeah, there, helped the were, plot along. There were a couple of things that we thought, oh, really? Just bit, like bit that? Like, it's not something that was so random that led to, it was a major plot point twist. And, and it seemed so convenient that the, it's like, okay. Yeah, they could have done it in a less random way that would have worked. That but, being said, we were having too much fun enjoying the movie yes. to really care. Yeah, yeah, we didn't, it didn't bother us that much. We both looked at it and went like, really? Just like that? But it was fine. But all right, you get, back to the, get back to the killing. Yeah. Get back to the killing. And it went right back to the killing. It was awesome. Like, like three minutes after, it was like majorly cool mm -hmm. fight scene. And the entire time you're seeing the relationship between these two people, as Ben Foster becomes more closer to Jason Statham in talent and ability, but he's still kind of the unstable fuck up son. Uh, and as Jason Statham uh, starts to rely on him more, you know that the, that the elephant in the room is. What happened to this kid's father? Right. You know, it, is he going to discover that Jason Statham ended up having this job? Right. Well, of course he is. So, you know, mm -hmm. the, the real, the big question is more, what's the Denouement going to be? Right. You know, and, and, and honestly, if, I don't know if we, if we want to get that. Something no, no, let's it, not spoil anything. Um, yeah, it just, the end, the way it went, was cool. The end felt more like a transporter kind of. Yeah. Statham, Bassan. I was laughing know. a bit. You yeah, know, I was yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. It was cool what happened, but I kind of wish that wasn't what happened. Mm -hmm. You wish but, it had left it yeah, into something yeah, that could yeah. have maybe rolled into another film well, or this. Well, night. and it's definitely it's set up for a sequel, but it's not the sequel I was hoping for while, right. while I was watching it. Right. Because I think, yeah. because of the way it ends, you know, a, a lot of the relationship, you know, a lot of that stuff. Some of it is, is, is way too resolved, and, yeah, the, and yeah. the tension in waiting for that foot to fall was kind of a fun to watch in this movie. That being said, guys, I'm recommending the Transporter Four or uh, no, the, the Mechanic, mechanic which is its own fresh thing. Yeah. I really was expecting yeah. Transporter yeah. Four, and it was its own fresh thing, and I recommend it. And, and I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you, what say, you say it's its own it? fresh thing. Uh, what did either of you see the original? How does it compare to that? Yeah, well, that was something I, I, I had not seen. Jonathan, it. you know, and I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Honestly, um, I had. I mean, I, I glanced at one review that said that it, it doesn't hold up to the original, and you know, I mean, look. Charles Bronson, you know? Yeah. I mean, I want to go back. I remember watching that movie as a kid and thinking it was really cool. And I don't remember it that well. So, honestly, I, I can't really speak to that. No. I had never seen it. But uh, this one, I think Ian said it best. Really, really good popcorn movie. You know? Sorry, okay. Bibiani. But you know what? Allie Hanley, we got to give her a promotion. Like, like yeah. she wrote a good review for this thing? She positive? Okay, you're, you're promoted, Allie Hanley. Uh, you can do whatever uh, Walton's doing.
So is it the movie that you and I went into the faster wanting? Yes. It's, fu- it's funny yes. that you said that because yes. I- I'm it's assuming you brought films. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I said that to John that I, you that know I rock, didn't hate yeah. faster, but oh, okay. I but I did. And John yeah. did, and, and, and it, did it, it's that it was a flawed movie, but I thought some good violence and it was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, it's the movie you hoped faster was going to be. I think that's a, a yeah. good way of putting it. And hopefully, Fast Five will be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a Fast Five. Uh, trailer trailer kick some ass. Oh, by the way, shit. you probably haven't heard this yet. By the time this airs, everyone will have heard. But Jordana Brewster got cast in Dallas. The, They're doing a remake of Dallas well, as a movie a re- or a it's TV a, show. A, it's a TV show. It's a follow up. Oh, it's like, oh, it's like generational. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Who's, who's, uh. You know how everybody's gonna hear this? Well, tapes. I'm gonna go add that to the news queue on Geek's Gate. That's crazy. So, um, I only bring it up because Jordana is so hot. And you watched uh, Dallas as like a, like I a younger as a man. Kid. Yeah. I never watched. It was a little before my time, but yeah. um, but I do YouTube that one uh, wedding scene where the people came in and shot everybody. That's or Dynasty. Oh, Dynasty. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but that fucking but wedding that, that scene is fucking awesome. hilarious. Yeah, and every, it's and, so and funny. It ends with everyone's bodies struck. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love that but, scene. But, but, but then you know, then later it's like like two people died, but yeah. there's bodies everywhere. Yeah, the scene there's is like literally like couldn't be more violent. Or all over the place. Go to YouTube and look up the dynasty wedding scene yeah. from like season four or something. They uh, just like slaughter yeah, it was, everyone. Um, it's so cheesy. Yeah, it was uh, Amanda and the prince yeah. uh, Moldavia. Yeah, <laughs> Moldavia or some made up shit yeah. like that. Ian, what do you think of the Oscar nominations that, that came out earlier this week? Well, I mean... Do you think ten nominees for Best Picture is a bit the, ridiculous? The, 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 the ten nominee thing, it just... It, it doesn't make it special. It, it, it doesn't even... You know, even when... You know, a lot of people obviously were going to talk about Chris Nolan getting snubbed. Yeah. You know, for director. And that's part of the problem is when you're looking at ten movies are nominated, you know, and it used to be more or less the directors would line up and if there was one off and there was a snub... And now it's like, even the snub doesn't mean the same because, well, there were going to be at least five snubs. Right. You know I, I mean? I mean, it, it, just, it just doesn't feel right. I'm not somebody who's always into, like, I'm just not into award show. Like, the Golden Globes came and went and all I heard about it was Ricky Gervais was rude. And like, Actually, it was fucking hysterical. Yeah, he probably was. Oh my when God, somebody says Ricky Gervais is rude. It's worth watching, but, but you know what? Yeah, it's we're, like, we're, I'm not yeah into he it. did what he was supposed to do. You know, the big is that deal- just the, all these actors taking themselves too yeah, seriously? Yeah, exactly. Or what? The yeah. big deal about that is, oh my God, he said these things and they were right there. Okay, yeah. so that makes him a good person. Yeah, yeah it makes him great. He's <laughs> great. Now, maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. I think the ten pictures, it kind of even hurts the Oscars themselves because look at the animation field. How are you supposed to say any one of those other two movies is better than Toy Story three when you went above and beyond and Toy Story three got nominated for Best Picture? That's a very good point. Toy Story Three is nominated for Best Animated, but also Best but, Picture. But, but, but I, th- I think we're mis- we're mixing issues there because it, it, it colors things. No, no but he, he, you made a logic jump, and the logic jump was that Toy Story Three only made it into the Best Picture race because it was ten. And while that's probably true, it's not necessarily so. It's always been possible for the Best Foreign Language Film or for the Best Animated mm-hmm. Film to also be nominated for Best Picture. And Best for, uh, what wasn't. Uh... Like Lion King nominated for best, uh, not Lion King, but uh, well, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. But the best animated feature wasn't around. Yeah, best right, animated right. feature wasn't around. You're I'm right. saying it's the same thing as foreign language film, and it, mm-hmm. it, it, it yeah. can be nominated. So you know, it's. I mean, obviously, I see the point, but you know, look, the bottom line is, it, it's kind of like the same conversation about the Golden Globes and uh, them basically putting Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp in a 
comedy category. Right. I mean, we, everyone knows The Taurus was a bad movie, but even as I didn't a mind bad it. movie, yeah. all right. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, I didn't see it. But it was, but, it was, but not, it wasn't a comedy. Yeah, it wasn't a comedy. And, and the idea was, all right. I mean, everyone went, oh, okay, look, let's get them there because we've nominated them; they'll probably show up. Mm. It's about people watching. It. It's the same thing. They have ten nominees now for Best Picture because by having ten nominees, they're more likely to get some movies that actually made money which leads to the awards actually being watched and you get the fans of those movies right to right. watch the, the things for those you know maybe, maybe one of those like 127 Hours which was snubbed by the Golden Globes it's nominated for Best Picture that was my favorite movie of the year it's not going to win Best Oscar no. I would love it too no. I, you know what it's lost on me I'm, not, I'm still not going to watch the Oscars um, guys a uh, little bit of news remember last week we had our, our, uh, our good buddy on the show um Talking about how he auditioned for Thundercats. Yeah, Dante. Dante was on here talking about auditioning for Thundercats. Boom! As soon as we post it, what happens? The new Thundercats are revealed online. You know what? We love forcing the issues here on uh, Geekscape uh, and forcing the studios to reveal their plan because, it's like, oh, Geekscape leaked it. Oh, we better put it online right now. And so the new yeah, Thundercats yeah. were revealed. And yeah, as Dante said, the anime influence is there. Um, I'm down with it. They look like exciting, cool. Uh, Designs on the on the characters it still has a little bit of a retro feel. I'm down. What do you, what do you think of this, Walton? Uh, I like um, Chitara's look. Uh, yeah, you do. I hate Panthro's look. Racist. And I think Tigra looks kind of ridiculous. Okay. Uh, okay. But but it's I, still fucker. Is it Chitara Tiger, or Tigra? Tigra's the dude. Is the dude. That's the dude. Okay. Uh, uh, but you still but you still fucking. Lino. I like Lino still looking younger. But, I, I mean, it really comes it comes down to this. What does Snarf look like? That's what it comes down to for me. I'm like, okay, that's that's the that's what we sink or swim. Um, Michael Fassbender, who we're starting to see a lot of, right? He's playing Magneto. He was in Inglorious Bastards. I really like him a lot. He's been added to the cast of Prometheus, which is Ridley Scott's used to be prequel to Alien, right? Uh, and it's kind of morphed into a brand new uh, property called Prometheus. Supposedly, there's a bit of Alien DNA still in it, is what they're saying. Michael Fassbender, we're saying online, they're talking about him possibly playing an android. You know, which is cool. You can't make an alien movie without an android, can you? At least the good ones have had androids, so why not? Um, my, my shitty joke was, let's name him Cardinal or Pope. After Bishop. Right. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, it's a shitty joke. Uh, it's all right. Hey, man, you're, you can't knock them all out of the park. Without, at least you're swinging. All right? I like, I like, hey, I like, I like it. Uh, Javier Bardem, supposedly has been officially uh, offered the role of... Uh, uh, the lead in the Dark Tower series of movies and TV that they're going to do for, with um, Ron, Ron Howard, Howard. And, and Akiva Goldsman. So let's see. I mean, that is a huge project. It's like three films with a TV series in between the films, like miniseries type stuff, uh, fleshing out the rest of the characters. And now you're finding out that there's a video game component that might be a part of it. Of course there'll be a video game component. Yeah, this is all news that I'm getting off the Geekscape website. I'm like, geez, uh, I mean, this is a huge property. That they're just, I mean, supposedly they're going to start shooting it in May, and it is just a juggernaut. Have they ever done this before? A movie, TV, intertwined, like this whole multimedia type project? I think they as planned that out with World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Have they ever tried this? I mean, get, like, yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings is probably the closest thing that I could think of. Well, is, it wasn't is a like, TV thing. It wasn't a TV time. thing, but man, like shooting all this stuff at the yeah, same time, no, three great. films, especially from a place like, you know, New Line. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to. Uh, to it, especially like I've been reading those Dark Tower comics that I think are really damn good. Do you I read haven't those? been reading them because I've been meaning to and haven't read the books, and I don't want mm. to spoil it. But uh, well, I really, wait, really I'm need down to with read those. Them. Do they really think Javier Bardem is gonna 
commit to that with, I mean, his wife, well, not his wife, but uh, Penelope Cruz just had their first kid like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Father. Definitely take the movies. Right. You know, because Penelope's going to be, you know, now he needs the money. The kid's going to be all, like, <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll definitely skip the annoying years with the kid. Right. And then, you know, with Penelope is going to be like, all like, get in here with her voice that she's yelling at Johnny Depp in in the new Pirates trailer. Like, you don't want to be around that. I guess guess she was, like, pregnant with the sword fighting career after that. Yeah, you don't want to be... Yeah, get the fuck out of the house, Yeah, I'm glad to wear that, because I I just say, it's like, you know, like, I think she's crazy hot. Yeah. And, and... You know, she comes, I, I, with, she comes article, at you with that voice and yelling saying, at you. I'm reading an article about, 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 about this. Oh, yeah, you know, Johnny's saying, oh, yeah, you know, she's sword fighting and you're with, 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 pregnant. I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, I wish I didn't know. Because now I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be looking for the baby bun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just like, yeah. No. Javier Bardem, take the role. Get the fuck out of the house. Come back when the kid's like five and you can play ball with him. Because, like, those first couple years, man, he's going to be puking on you, shitting everywhere. You're not going to get any sleep. Yeah, definitely, definitely take the role. T- take the role. I mean, uh, they're also talking about Christian Bale as being like a runner-up for this. But uh, I want to see it. I want to see Roland Deschain on the screen. I- I'm looking forward to that franchise. Uh, Deadwood. You guys all watched Deadwood when it was on? Uh, the creator of Deadwood is adapting the video game Heavy Rain, supposedly, as a film. Um, Heavy Rain is what William Bibiani said was one of the best PS3 experiences, video game experiences he's ever had. He said it was so filmic. So David Melcher doing it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're saying here on the news. And then a movie that you really liked, but I did not feel anything for, Tron. Yes. Is getting a, th- a third film. Yeah. They're, get- they're getting a new Tron 3, I guess, on the, on, the blue li- on the Tron Legacy like Blu-ray DVD release. There's like a teaser for Tron yeah. 3. Well, I mean, come on. It was completely set up with Killing Totally, Murphy, totally. You know. And the, the other thing is... Uh, yeah, with the Cillian is- Murphy like cameo in the beginning, you're like, yeah. okay, this is the dark. This is Batman Begins in Tron. Yeah. And Eric filled us in on, on some insider information. Is uh, The budget that they've been purporting they shot Tron Legacy on was massively overblown. Uh, they, they actually put it out there because nobody wanted to say that their tentpole movie was actually very affordable to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually, the, the number they're quoting, it, they overblew the price tag, was about $20 million. Okay. Uh, so they're saying it's actually made its money back. The oh, and foreign, you know and, it. And so they're saying You had foreign to it, it totally made its, its money back. It's profit pre-Blu-ray, so it was a no-brainer for Disney. And then you get all the toys and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 no, Tron, Tron Legacy's made a ton of money. Um, all I'm hoping is that, you know, they... I just, I just want a little bit more movement. You know, that movie just felt slow. And, See, I, and I know the original felt slow. I mean, I thought the action scenes yeah. in Tron were great. I finally liked the fact I got to see an action right. scene that I could I keep it. track of. I'll say it again. I thought the action you, scenes were you great. Video, video directors and your quick MTV cuts. <laughs> well, I mean, we sat through the mechanic. That had some great action sequences. I sit through Tron and it's like, hey, there's a train going right where we need to go. Let's catch it. And it's like moving like that fast. I was like, oh... Well, what did you expect? A sequel to The Matrix? This was a I sequel wanted, Yes, I want the fucking shit to be... Yeah, you're right. Tron was slow, too. Man, I wanted those, like, toasters that used to be on the old Apple computers to be, like, flying. <laughs> like, the screensavers. Like, this cannot get slower for me. No, I mean, listen. The, the, it didn't... Get me in. Get yeah. no, There, there, there were me. things about Tron Legacy that I didn't like, but most of the things I didn't like about that movie, I inherently had problems with in Tron. I mean, just conceptually. Right. I mean, and I agree idea, with that. Yeah, like, the idea of them sitting around, like, you know, these are all programs, and they're watching gladiatorial games. Like, I mean, what, <laughs> like, the anthropomorphization of it just doesn't make sense. Right. To a large I, I think the movie would have been better for me, when I've said this on the show, if on that last scene, when they're driving around on the motorcycles, right, and all this stuff, 
you look down at her and like the little Boston sticks his head out of like a pocket or something like that. And you're like, okay, they have the dog with them. It's cool. Somebody thought about feeding the fucking dog when they got back. Right, right. Because the entire time I would be in Tron, I'd be like, fuck, I got to feed my dogs. Like, I think three of my bills are due tomorrow. When the fuck am I going to get out of this Were computer shit? Were you not paying shit? attention? They said an hour in the real world is days. No, no, I, I, I got you, Wally. But my but but but, 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 but listen, my dog's got to pee every five six hours. I got to be back here. I got to let him out in the fucking yard. That kid came home from the fucking Tron world. He's probably got shit all over his fucking garage. Dog's fucking starving. He's probably eating through his fucking couch. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Since you're explaining things, explain this to me. So they're digitized. Why do they age in there? Well, he's a user. The rest didn't age. Okay, so... It's it, like heroin it, people. They don't look good after a while. So if it's only an hour in the real world and it's all that time inside, then fine. Why didn't Jeff Bridges... Why wasn't he, like, ancient? Oh, oh snap. Oh, shit. Check out Damn. the big brain on Brad. He should have been, like, fucking the emperor or some yeah. shit. He should have been, like, uh, uh, Yoda. Well, right. te- technically he was the emperor. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Damn. Let, Ian Kerner, everybody. Did you miss him? I did. Best Geekscape. And you were up against some some tough shit there for the Geekscape co-host. Besides Bibiani, you also had, uh, like, uh, well, some did, really did, good did, guests. Didn't I, didn't I tie? Yeah, but here's the thing. Bibiani voted for himself. You, my friend, are a little... You have humility, you know? You're not going to vote for yourself, so... I can't be bothered. If we take away Bibiani's vote, we're looking at the world a little differently now, aren't we, Geekscapists? Well. We love our Bibiani. We're going to have Bibiani on in a future episode to, uh, you know, with his retort. Okay, we got to get to comics because that's the big shit right here. Uh, earlier this week, I, I couldn't believe that this happened. I was uh, a bit angry about it. And as soon as uh, Ian texted me, I was teaching in the middle of a class, and you texted me and said, all caps, I'm so fucking pissed off right now. I knew exactly what you were talking about. It happened no, to you. You asked me, like, why? What's wrong? Like, I was like, I, I was come- like, just fucking cement what I think this is about. And what this is about is you guys who've been reading Marvel Comics for the last three, four months have seen these big page ads that just say three on them, right? It's Marvel's big campaign for, for February, and it has to do with the Fantastic Four books, and it's just called Three. And it and was countdown to casualty, and then you, you know, find out somebody, one of the Fantastic yeah. Four is going to die. Jonathan Hickman's been on the book, and it's he's a phenomenal ass. run. Awesome. I mean, he, he's a great writer. It, the book has been so good. And then they started the last couple months, countdown to casualty, and it was like four, three, two, one. And, and I mean, it flat out like they kept seeing these ads, like in which one, and they were teasing which one's going to be. Who was it? Who was going to die? In the own book, they've done a couple things to make them all vulnerable. They take Sue Storm and they put him in the middle of like an Atlantean. Uh, civil war Like back and forth War You take Reed And you put him in outer space With Galactus Trying to destroy New World You take uh, Johnny Storm And Well no back up Thing And the really, Thing you, And you yeah, turn You take, his take away his powers temporarily. So, so the yeah. Thing is human In human form He's vulnerable And you've got Johnny Storm Running around Right And, and the then you have You know The latest Annihilation wave Coming through Right You know the so, so the negative zone Is opening up You got all these Bad guy bugs Coming in uh, They're going to Take over Earth and, of course, the Baxter building is the one that has the gate in it. Why don't they right. just fucking move the gate? Well, where are you going to put it? I'd put it, like, next to the sun. Be like, oh, come on out, bugs. <laughs> bugs just go right into it. It's like a giant bug zapper. What do you think of that? Just put the, take the fucking negative zone gate, put it right... Uh, you know, nothing good has ever come out of the negative zone. What good has ever come out of the negative zone? It is a doorstep for fucking Annihilus. Put it in front of the goddamn sun. It's like a bug zapper. Well, that, the, 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 I, th- I think the argument to that would be that... By having it there, you have 
in theory, read in Fantastic Four. He can't. Guarding and he game. can't monitor. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but, but, but the main point is this. Now, and Marvel is huge. They're going to polybag the issue where you finally find out one of them is going to die. Right, they were going to exactly, polybag exactly. it. Keep it secret. And, and, and i got to say right now, because I have a, a lot of people out there heard, oh, a death, and went and rolled their eyes. And I know it's a lot of people that are ranting over even the idea of the death. And I was saying, look, you know what? Yes, we know comics, how long does anyone stay dead, that whole thing. But, and in case you guys, obviously I think you're expecting this rant coming. But the rant is not about what you think. The rant isn't about the death. The rant is about the fucking publishing. Right. So what happened is Marvel comes out. They're going to polybag the book. They're going to keep it secret. They're very successful at this. I did not know who was going to die. I was looking forward to being like a six-year-old kid again and finding out. I want to say something right here. You and know, the polybag went a long way. I was like, okay, great. Even if, even if I go into the but, comic book store, I'm not going to find out who but, dies. I'm going to find out the way but, it was intended. But wait, wait. But I want to say something here. You know, obviously, I mean... This site is, is a great example of the world we now live in, in which, you know, when Captain America 25 came out, mm-hmm. and, and he died in it, and, you know, I go to the store when he opens, but we're on the West Coast. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'm at the store between 11 and 12, he opens at, 12, at 11, excuse me, you know, and even so, having no, you know, with, with that book, there was no announcement. Right. We had no idea that was going to happen in the book, and I see it online. Right. And I was crushed to see that. So, you know, but this... They've announced it. We know months. We know the day it's coming out. So, frankly, You're kind of guarding I, yourself. I'm it. prepared that come Wednesday, you know, at least reasonably speaking, I can try to avoid any information. Yeah. I get to the store right away. Oh, I spent this week going na 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 na, covering my ears, right. trying to make sure I didn't find out. And what happens, Ian? What happens on Tuesday? So, so Marvel on decides on Tuesday, to put the day the book before it comes out, early. They released the book on Tuesday, and they actually, they put it out in the media that they were doing that. It wasn't like it was like, oh, people just happened to be there. But, so the book comes out on Tuesday, and I just can't get my brain around this. I mean, I don't understand the economics of putting it on Tuesday. It's not like you get more people into the store. It's not that they released it on Tuesday. It's that they released it on no, Tuesday. No, it's that they released it on Tuesday. No, they released it on Tuesday with the poly bag, right? Cool. I just have to play it safe until I can go on Wednesday and get my book and it's normal, right? Or maybe I can no, go out there on Tuesday. But no, but that's it's not, not that. It's not that. It's not that. They released it concurrently with a press release yes. for a book called, do you want to say it? It's good. The Human Torch in Memory or in Requiem or something like that. And so you're sitting there and you're going, wait a minute. I haven't bought the book yet. Even if I go to the comic store on the Tuesday that it's released... I won't know because it's polybagged. They've spent months protecting this idea and building up to it. The polybag goes a long way. And then I read on the fucking internet through like Twitter, like a comic book resource or somebody, somebody like putting out Fantastic Four in memory, in memoriam or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck, Marvel? You couldn't, like, yeah. what's the point of a polybag if you're going to put out a press release saying who died? Yeah. I the mean, same it, day before anybody of us can get to the bookstore. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I just felt personally like... I've been reading the Fantastic Four for so long. I mean, my collection goes. And you've back. probably seen a ton of them die and come back. Die yeah, yeah. Back. I mean, it's happened before, but you know, I mean, for it to be done you know, this way, I mean, the, the writing is so good. And that's the thing. What I have to say is, I was so upset, so angry. I spoke to you. You were questioning whether or not you'd even buy it. You were so mad. I was pretty. You know, you <laughs> yeah, know I was, I was like, I'm not gonna fucking buy and, this book. Why and, would I have to buy the book? The drama's taken out right, of it. Right. And and, and I, yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, I sat there, read it, and the, and every page I knew, and it was like, and it, it sucks. It absolutely sucks that we knew. Because in you the know? pages, they're still keeping the, the characters vulnerable. Right. The, re, the the Sue situation is tenuous. The Reed thing is is, is Galactus is absolutely. eating the planet as a. Trying to get off of it, you don't know who's gonna die, 
but you fucking do. So right. what's the point? Just flip you know, to the edge of the back of the book. You know, flip to the back of the book. Long-time viewers will know that I rant about, you know, comic collect is reading things in trade paperback. Mm -hmm. um, because, and a great example of that um, is, I know there are many examples of when a trade of something that comes out, it'll be all over the comic. Right, right. You, know, you won't be able to read the story without knowing that's going to happen in it. You know, and, it, you know, it just sucks. I mean, you know, those of us, you know, we buy the comic all that. I, I, I think it's, it's done a disservice to people that are loyal fans. I mean, where was my opportunity to go and read this the way it was meant to be read? Yeah. You know? No, that's what and, I told Laura. I was like, Laura, and she's like, just go away. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. sweetie, it, you understand? She goes, just, just go away. Sorry me. somebody broke your toy. Yeah, no, it, but it's more than that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I just, I, the business side of it doesn't make sense. Because, as you say, the press release could have come the day after. You know, yeah, if it um, had come a day after, right. we'd all read the book because we yeah, we, we, we wanted to be at the. I mean, I wanted right. to buy the book. I wanted to buy that book the second and no, and the know. store opened, and I did. Right. Well, how hard would it have been to just write the press release in memoriam, a funeral for a fantastic award anything, award. Right. any they could have done yeah. any, anything, Wally. We, and, I was and furious, saying, and they they did it right with Captain America. And the issue is good. And by the way, no wait, so the with Captain America, good. there was the whole thing by memoriam, and it was off a of Civil War. I mean, and they wouldn't say who it was, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, they, they've done this before, right. so why couldn't they do it the right way? And, and, and again, why supposedly, put it out the day before? So supposedly, supposedly a British company put it up on a website or something like that, and so we in the United States were like, wait, what? And Marvel acted on that. And but why publish it the day before? I never knew. Britain is, an, is a colony island in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like... But, News but, from them barely gets to us. Well, notwithstanding, it, it didn't I, I'm me. still stuck on the publishing. Why did they put it out a day before? I, I actually have okay. a theory about this. It could be wrong, but movies and video games are released on Tuesdays. If Marvel wanted to try to get those people that maybe weren't necessarily comic book people, maybe get that pop that then they weren't selling involved. it with those. So why, why would they compete? Why would they compete? It's not like they're selling at Best Buy. Why would they compete against better selling media? But they're you know not I mean? competing. I think they're trying to get their dollars. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. hey, I'm out getting my DVDs and video games I was going to be playing this yeah, week. I don't know. It doesn't oh, make sense. the Human Torch is dead? Oh, I'll uh, swing by the comic so Maybe there's something to your theory. I, I don't think that theory makes any sense at all. I think anyone <laughs> that... First of all, it, it doesn't even make sense because... Hey, baby, you're You want to get people into the swinging. store. Look, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying you want to get people into the store. You do it on New Comic Book Day when all the comics are coming And have out. the suspense. Again, I was excited about being there at 11 a.m. Right. I was going at 11. And you know what? I went at like you know like late in the day. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going. I went the next now, day. Now, Ian. now, now, having said that, I have to say, I, I'm going to compare it to Uncanny X-Men 137. Why so? Book was good. It was and all it was right. Heartfelt. I like anything where Dragon Man is like kicking some ass, like the little Dragon Man and guy. He's all I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. And anywhere, any book with Leech already has some points for me. I like Bleach, and when Ben Franklin, like, dude, like when, so Frank, when, when Franklin Richards, yeah. no, the book was really. That being good. said, the way Johnny actually went out, it's kind of like a bitch. I kind of he wish, didn't I, like I, explode I, I, his yeah, powers. I was, I was he didn't, the Nova he didn't do the supernova yeah, shit. Yeah, it was the Nova Blast. Like he just got he just got overrun. Fucking overrun, and yeah. you're like, okay, he's gonna get overrun. Then he's gonna do a supernova and torch them all. But come on, how about the moment right after is when Ben changes? So yeah, it, it should have been. Him. So Ben is on the other side of the fucking gate. They've closed well, but, well, the portal. Ben of the is gate, stuck, human. and he's human. Because so, he so, can, Johnny, yeah, like, so Johnny, so Johnny, so Johnny pulls like a fucking uh, Armageddon move. And he's like, okay. And Ben's like, I'll stay. And he's like, Johnny's like, okay, great. And he throws him through the gate. And right. Ben's like, what are you doing? And Ben's human. And Johnny closes the gate. And Ben's on our side of the gate, smashing at it. 
as a human and he transforms into the thing and it's too late and the gate is fucking closing and the last thing he sees is Johnny getting overrun. Yeah. It's fucking hardcore. So we actually don't see him die. No, you never see people die in yeah, comics. He's not you kidding me? Maybe the only people you see die in the only pe- the only people you see die in he, comics are bad guys with the but, Punisher. But, but, but here's the thing. He's definitely dead for now. And what I thought was really radical is the next issue is the last issue. Like, yeah, I did see that the cover of the next issue has some very interesting teases, and I think it's it's cool. Well, they're going to do a different book, whether it's Take three it, or yeah. one. But yeah, but the next issue is the last issue, yeah. and um, as opposed to in the past, those when you just replace it, they're not going to do that, and that's pretty cool. And also, you know, from from a publishing standpoint, they should just I mean, bring back Ghost Rider and Wolverine and the Hulk and put them in a, a new, in Spider Man and make a new Fantastic Four. I'm kidding. Remember that old school Fantastic yeah, Four? Isn't that the Avengers yeah. these days? Yeah, you're right. Good call. Um, but um, isn't Thing an Avenger now? Yes. Yeah. So you yes. knew it was going to so be. So you knew yeah. it was going to be Thing. But but the thing is, is in these days, Pun you know, they, they brought back you know the original Human Torch and Toro, so they had three Human Torches running around. Right. So you know, it, it, it sort of makes some sense. I mean, listen, it, it'll probably just be a couple years long, but I mean, if I, you know, yeah. But 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 Hickman's a great writer. It, it was it was really good. Um, you know, I just, you know, I, I just the publishing fiasco of it. Can we can we uh, segue into another publishing story? The uh, end of Wizard and Toy Fair in publication. I know. I thought it happened five years ago. Well, no. You see, I actually, I actually read Wizard. You know. Um, you do? I do. Just because. Where did I, you find it? <laughs> no, they, they but, sell Wizard at the comic book store. Yeah, but but, um, but I, it's gotten so. Well, okay. yeah, I, I agree. You still actually, read it? Actually, this year, you know, when they start doing that countdown thing every issue, I haven't read it for five uh, years. Oh, I, I got. I had a subscription it. in college. Well, well, that's it's, why it's, I didn't get laid. I started college. buying it years ago because my feeling was, you know, I, as as complex as I am, and as many other magazines I read, I was like, I may let me read yeah. this also. But the truth is, in this day and age of the internet and all that, it's like by the time something hits print, you know. There's no big reveal in, right. in that anymore. Unless, I mean, Wizard release, they need to continue with like the interviews and the things that you just mm-hmm. can't get online, like exactly. the exclusive content. And, and that's the stuff I always like. Right. But, uh, and I don't understand, I mean, what is, so they're going to be online only or for download? Well, Wizard World, well, they're launching in February, but I guess Wizard uh, World Online is going to be um, a news element in support of what Wizard World is going to be. But are you going to have to pay be. or is it going to be free? Well, I don't know, but they're going to have all these. Co- co- they're going to have the conventions. Right. They have a ton of conventions, have conventions now. Conventions, yeah. uh, they have the conventions everywhere. It's always now. online. Yeah. It's just behind a paywall, and you either had to have a, a subscription to the physical magazine or an online. Because it still adds mm. for a, a, a next issue, and right. you know, and, and the subscription. Service. You know what I loved? Uh, do you remember the short window a couple years ago when Wizard World uh, Online actually had a place where you could plug in the issues that you had? And it would keep track of their value like a stock market. I remember hearing about that. I plugged in all of the comic books I own to date. Right. And, you know, based, did, did based you, on their own thing. Did you plug in your trade paperbacks also? Well, fuck you and your trade paperbacks. Uh, but, you know, like... like stuff I think like, that was me saying fuck you and your <laughs> trade paperbacks. <laughs> I, I'm fucking you to the fuck you, fuck you. It's a fuck you circle. Um, I plugged it all in and I was like, holy shit, I have a lot of comics. And here is a website where I can keep track of my inventory. You know, and I loved it. I loved having it. And they went away from it. I guess it was too resource intensive or what. But it seemed easy enough to just say, hey, this is Diamond's distribution list every week and let's upgrade our database. There's I love that. I love having that tool. I mean, I, I, I need to get a program. I'm, I'm just afraid of it because oh, it's, to, it to was, input it would just be like the scariest thing. I ever. was looking at it, and here's the thing. It, you know, based on Wizard, it was having like its own like price values to your collection. Like you could track like if your collection. I don't even, going to, I know. I mean, it's cool it's to all, have that. It's I don't all care, fake. But, it's all yeah, fake. Yeah, but. But 
here's the thing. Nothing ever drops below the value you purchased it on. So just looking at that number, you're really looking at, at like what you spent. <laughs> and it's yeah. a little bit more than you spent because some stuff goes up. But you're looking at it and you're like, oh my god, I've spent a fortune on Well, what's problems. worse is it doesn't drop below that, but can you actually sell it for that? Never. So, Never. so, so that there's Never. that problem. Never. Yeah. Never. Which is one of the arguments that one of the creators, uh, I read like what the comics industry was talking about. Uh, their reaction to Wizard uh, ceasing publication in, in some in the, I forget what it was, and I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. But one of the prominent writers today was saying, "Fuck it." They were responsible for a lot of problems in the comic book industry, like making books uh, more important than they actually were, and you know, uh, diluting the true value of the medium, which is in its form, which is in writing, in artwork. Rather than in, you know, they they were part of a the, lot of the sensationalism. Yeah, they were the, part of the cons- the problem the of the sensationalism yeah. in the collector market. So I'm down with that. Um, well. Wizard World, we'll miss you. But let's give Wizard, them a little credit. We'll they were also, still still be they were well, also a catalyst for the creator-owned properties. Yeah, uh, and they were the only the place 90s. we could get news for so long. You know what I mean? My well, first job was in well, a comic well, store. Well, back I read up, Wizard. back up, back up. Um, they, they, well, had a, they had an ad. Comic book shop news. Well, Wizard started right at the time of Image. Image. Yeah. You know, so that had already happened. You know, I mean, it, we, you have to give yeah. the original Image founders credit. Absolutely. For, for trailblazing that. So, I see. You don't want to say Malibu Comics? I don't. What about Dark Horse? I, again. I mean, Dark Horse is publishing stuff. Yeah, but as far as the creator-owned side of things, well, my my point is basically. But but I see what you mean. Those were the big guns yeah. who were do, yeah. who were making a loud loud noise and, and they breaking also up had the. Had a major, well not well yeah, Wizard was major. Let's give them credit. They they had a Eclipse major Comics news publication that was on their side. Right. And like, if it hadn't been for Wizard consistently putting Image Comics on their cover, who knows necessarily mm-hmm. what would happen? Yeah. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Um, Ian. <clears throat> those are the those are the two stories I definitely wanted to cover with you. But uh, comic books, what are you even reading? Like what what like what's this flashpoint thing that we're talking about on the website? On the website, we're talking about uh, yet another exhausting DC crossover with this flashpoint see, see, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's and what do you what do you think? Is, is, you know, listen, I'm a huge Jeff Johns fan. So am I, and, and I will read everything he writes. Right, right, and you know, including but, flashpoint. But what a lot of people are talking about lately, and and what's really a shame is, you know, you, we always talk about delays in comic books, and. You know, Flash was on the verge, you know, with, you know, what Johns was doing with the miniseries of just being another shot like Green Lantern and re in character. And, you know, what we've seen is the book has taken so long to come out every month mm-hmm. that, I mean, where's the interest? And I love Collins' artwork. Yeah, no, and I'm, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm excited, but, like, even I'm going like, oh, yeah, right. Like, I remember, you know, when I heard about Flashpoint, you know, six months ago, I was like, yeah, okay, more than six months. Right. Now I'm, I'm like, um... All right, Flashpoint. Uh, I got to tell you about the. I mean, that Flash series that they were that they've been doing has one of my favorite single issues from last year. The one about Reverse Flash. Yeah. There, there's a really single good. issue that just goes into the history. It was like an issue or two ago, which goes into the history just of the Reverse Flash, and uh, it starts in the future. And Is it's that Professor all, Zoom. Yes. Professor Zoom, yeah. and so you see this uh, professor, like Fun. origin of Professor Zoom. And he continually manipulates time to, uh, re- to revise his mistakes. Yeah. And you just see everything falling apart. You see him becoming worse as he continues to do it and abuse things. It was 
such an awesome issue yeah. that every now and then I'll do this. I'll be in bed, I'll read an issue like that, I'll say, holy shit, and then I'll turn to Laura and I'll go, you have to read this. If you're having any trouble understanding my passion for comics, here's a representation of how badass right. they can be. And, and then Laura goes back to what yeah. she was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, it is still sitting right. on her bedside, like in the other room. And she I can just see Laura, Laura sitting there and looking, listening, and going, yeah. uh-huh. And then she goes back to whatever she was reading. That was a fucking awesome issue. Awesome that issue. issue. That issue kicked uh, listen, ass. Listen, I, I mean, John's is, his writing's fantastic. And, and, and I love the book. It's a great book. I just wish it would come out consistently because right. I, I think it's killing momentum. And what else you got? Uh, I mean... You know what? I, I gotta You're, tell you. You came here with. By, you yeah, were gonna yeah, say before, something. Before I came by, there's, there's a book I want to read because I, I've had a feeling about it for a while. And, we're okay and, on and time because I, I gotta check with it. this guy. Uh, thirteen minutes. You know. We got thirteen minutes left. Okay. You know, there was a, a point, and you know, there was a point like really going back to the '90s, and we, we were saying earlier about the whole art versus writing thing, and for a while, DC was really known for having it together with the writing. Right. You know, and you know, there've been a couple of missteps. You know, in the last couple of years, whereas for a while it was really everything was like back in the Infinite Crisis era, everything was leading up really nicely. Yeah, Marvel Wolfman writing. I mean, yeah, it was but, amazing. But um, great. You writer. know, and and I'm like the hugest J. Michael Straczynski fan, but I don't understand what the fuck is going on in Wonder Woman. <laughs> Didn't you already leave that book? Or did well, he left well, Super? You know, he left Superman. He sort of left both books, but yeah. he's plotted out the story for for the year. So it's still his story with, you know, I mean, in Wonder Woman, it's Phil Hester's taken over. Uh-huh. You know, and, you know, it, it's just like, it just doesn't... It, Do you find it, out that, uh, that like, Lex Luthor had sex with, uh, with Lena Lang and had, and had twins and had, like, evil yeah, twins? Yeah, for, for those of you that aren't getting it, Jonathan's making an Amazing Spider-Man yeah. reference. Did you, you find know? that out? It's you made clone babies? Oh, yes. really? Because I have been reading Superman, and I'm like, really? That happened? Lana Lang had sex. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a little dig as Straczynski's run on Spider-Man, which, which I enjoyed. Was which perfect, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. But for the Norman Osborn cried in Gwen Stacy's arms right before he fucking killed her, and she fucked him, right. and got pregnant, went off to Europe, and had the babies. You I didn't know? mind that shit. Whatever. I, I had a problem with it too. Okay, we so all did, so but, so here you know. we go. So uh, Straczynski it, on Wonder it, it's Woman. It's just he, they, they've they've done this plot line where you know it was like an excuse for a new outfit was. She's like cold, and the, she puts on a jacket. Yeah, something's happening. They they reset history, and nobody remembers her. Nobody knows who she is. She doesn't remember herself. But every time she sees like some kind of sign of the past, she's like, "Oh, that, that looks familiar to me," you know. And and once again, you know, they listen. Didn't they is, just do that with Batman? Well, well, forget that. This is very similar to what they did way back when, after the Crisis on Infinite Earths, when they decided give Perez the book. And let him start Wonder Woman over. But, you know, instantly you have problems with things like membership in the Justice League, right. having been around in World War II. You would think and the that biggest problem be, for me is always Donna Troy is still walking around having all of her memories in, as an individual. It mm-hmm. just doesn't fucking make sense. Wait a minute. This doesn't make sense to you guys? It makes no sense at all. The guy whose neck she snapped has made everybody in the planet forget who he is. And you he, don't think he can make Wonder Woman it's forget? It's not. No. Says, Are you reading that it's book? It's not Maxwell Lord? No. He's actually pissed off because no one remembers her. He was and he's joke. freaking out. Really? His whole, and yeah. that's actually the one the one place where I think it might get redeemed is I think Winnick is going to redeem it. Because in the Winnick book, after this is going on in Straczynski's book for a while, suddenly Max Lord's going, you, you're starting to, it's starting to take, um, it's starting okay. to coalesce that his whole thing is he wants to kill Wonder Woman. And no one knows who Wonder Woman is. 
So he's going, what do you mean no one knows who Wonder Woman is? So I have to kill her and I have off. to make it big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, a quick fix so, for that. It, he wanted to make everybody no, forget who he was. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. No? It, it's some mystical thing tying oh, into her. And she's like getting more powerful and they've made her seem younger and they gave her an outfit that is, is it what, just is like it? a... It's basically, she's she's basically running around in Superboy's yeah, outfit when they created him. Yeah. I mean, it's scary. It's, it's Is it a jumping... Is it just like a know, jumping on point yeah. gone wrong? Like, it's just Yeah, I, I don't get it. And, and, you know, and Trzynski's brilliant. I mean, I love Trzynski's writing. He wrote He-Man. He was on the but, original He-Man But, He-Man but I'm saying, I, was like, I, I, just, I just don't get it. So is Paul And, and you know, it, yeah, it's just, it's just flawed. Very, very flawed. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I needed to read that because I was hoping that this issue maybe would get a little clearer, and still not. When shit like that it's happens, it's gonna be some weird mystical thing, and then everyone will realize afterwards it just doesn't make sense while it's happening. When shit like that happens, you understand why. Like uh, someone like me, who's not as huge a reader as you are, but still reads a shitload mm-hmm. of books, uh, lo- I love the attraction of something like Jeff Lemire on Superboy. Right. Where I'm like, okay, it's that book's it's, great. it's just clean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. it's not it's not convoluted. You don't have to read three or four other issues in order to know what's going on in the bigger world. And Jeff Lemire's Superboy, you know, guys, I, I'm on his jock because of Sweet Tooth and in mm-hmm. uh, Essex County. But uh, now that he's doing a superhero book, it's just a clean book. And Superboy, great and if you, and if you just read that book, you're gonna be happy and you're gonna be satisfied. Yeah. And and you know what? I mean, uh, the Batman books. I mean, there's a lot of great. Cohesiveness and the storylines of Batman Inc. Bad, is awesome. How badass is Dark Knight. Awesome. When Finch came in, he's awesome. writing it and doing the artwork. I'm like, okay, yeah. at least the artwork will be kick ass. But it's and, got, I mean, it really reminded Batman me of Inc. like. good, and, and I like that, you know, you know they, they have not treated Dick Grayson like a bitch. Mm-hmm. He's still Batman. I mean, Batman and Robin is great. Damien, to me, is like, he's just this breakout character. He's so awesome. JT Cruel's put him in Teen Titans now. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's just, just mixing he's, it up. He, yeah. he, he's just a brat. He doesn't care. I mean, he's really he's pint-sized Batman. He doesn't get along with anybody because he thinks he knows better than everybody, and he's just totally he's snotty and he's badass. <laughs> you know, I mean, he really is. You look at him, go like, God, he's everything Bruce might have been if Bruce was a little but, you more know, of a dick. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. didn't and, keep and his didn't keep yeah. his, but he keeps it to himself. He right. keeps his dick like. Well, but what's interesting? He keeps his dick in, but in what's his interesting? Pants, what 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 guess, they've done with Bruce himself. since he's back is they've taken him away from that, and mm. and it's been, it's been noticed that he's trusting more. Right. You know, he's listening. He's, in the Birds of Prey book, they actually they have Barbara narrating going like, oh, he's actually listening to me. Same thing in Red Robin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, What's it's going down with the, what about the Marvel shit? What about the Marvel stuff you've been down with? Uh, well, for, I mean, I pretty much love all the Avengers books. Secret Avengers is being my favorite. Oh, just so because great. it rocks. Yeah, and you know, you know what was nice this week was being able to read team. Brubaker's Captain America and Secret Avengers mm-hmm. back to back. I'm not so much on trial books. I never liked trial books. I never liked... Did, and right did, now... Did you read this book? I haven't read this week's yet, but you know, like... like there's always a try. Like, let me say they something. They can't right get now. around the fact that uh, that Bucky was the Winter Soldier but, and no, worked but, for the enemies. No, but and now say, he's on trial. Yeah, but no, it's but, like, but, but, but it's not typical. And it's with, always typical. He gets no, his friends no, to help him out. It's not typical because you didn't read this week. So shut okay. the fuck up. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is, all I'm gonna say is, you know, uh, Sin as the new Red Skull is fucking awesome. She's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, I love that. And, I mean, when you read this week's okay. book, it's like. You, she gives him the impossible choice, which isn't that impossible. Okay, you know okay. Uh, spoiler you know, and it, I know we've been ruining it for them. Don't yeah. ruin it for me. Well, you know, you should have known better. How I dare mean, you? No, seriously. You have me on this show. You know we're going to talk comic books. I actually said to you, you wanted to do the show where I was like, you know what? I need to go home and read some. I what? Thought, we weren't going to talk about that? I thought that? you were just going to bitch about Fantastic Four. Really? 
<laughs> really? Dude, you made a note on your show notes. Get out of Ian's way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Really? I mean, how did you not read Captain America? If it wasn't for you guys liking him so much, I wouldn't even ask him to be on the show anymore. Damn you, Ian Kerner. That's just because you're tired of taking me ass about the trade paperback issue. No, oh, damn you, Ian Read Kerner. a comic book. You go to the store. I've got a stack of comics by my bed. I'm sorry if I have a life. All right? Well, sorry. That was very much... That's hit your kid kind Come of on, Ian. Here, here's the thing. I, here. Sometimes, three days ago by, I'll read the same damn comic. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll not be able to finish a damn comic because I'll be so damn tired by the time my head No one wants to hear this. Floor. Anyway, right? talking about comics. Yes. So, uh, wine, 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 I didn't read a comic. Shut the fuck up. So, anyway, um, <laughs> Chaos War ended this week. Yeah, what and, the fuck was that? I wasn't uh, even going to start reading that you shit. You know what? I've I become a really big fan of Greg Pax. You know, the yeah, the Hulk, Hulk was awesome. Um, it was a little. It, it came out of out of the Hercules book. Uh, it was kind of cool. It went on a little long. It was honestly, you know, it's kind of fucked up how much you have Marvel and DC doing more or less the same thing back and forth. And that, you've said that before. Time, yeah, yeah. And it was like you know, again, it's like all right, the dead coming back and that kind of thing. The X Men book, Cast War X Men book. Did you get that book? Uh, because you know the little I, shitload I, of X-Men have died. But it was am, Chris Claremont yeah. writing that book. Oh. We got some awesome Banshee, Maura McTaggart, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Dead Cuckoos, mm-hmm. and Thunderbird. Yeah, Thunderbird I mean, was on the cover. It, it was, was like big really, one. really good stuff in there. And then, since you didn't read, you're not reading, I'll tell you, the way they ended it, they brought Alpha Flight back. Fuck yes. Alpha Flight is back. Because Bendis, Bendis, uh, is Bendis the one that they're now going to have to revise? The guy I, guess, I guess so, because the, the book ended with, they didn't bring anyone else back, but Alpha Flight, they're all alive. That's cool. And except, so that, except, that was, except Puck. Puck wasn't part of it. Because he's an he X-Men. In, no, or he's in Wolverine. He was yeah, in the Wolverine he's book in Wolverine. Hell, yeah. So. Um, but you know what? Like that, That's pretty cool. But that was kind of their um, Darkest Night, Blackest Night type yeah, deal exactly. was Chaos War. Yeah. I just steered clear of it, because yeah. I'm already reading like all but, the X-Men like, four books. Are you reading Incredible Hulks? You know, you, I know you told me that, oh, that was that badass, so but like, there's so many fucking Hulks that I just don't want a piece it's of cool. it. It's cool. It's cool for you, but like when I'm reading about Scar and I'm reading about the fucking this... You, by the way, the uh, Planet Hulk DVD was pretty badass. Yeah. The cartoon was badass. But in my Marvel continuity, like, you've got Red Hulk, you've got Blue Hulk, you've got Green Hulk. There's you've no got, Blue uh, Hulk. Whatever. That's, all, that's only when Jeff Loeb's kid is writing. I'm just not fucking Your little down. funny thing they do at the end of the Hulk book. I'm not down. Like, I'm just like, too much Hulk. It's a good time to. I'm I'm wading back into superhero comics after a very long time away, and I went through and it's like, except for the Deadpool books, everything looks good right now. That you know true. what? Even the, the the Daniel Way Deadpool book has been pretty solid. And X Force X Force is the shit. Well, X Force is the shit. shit. <laughs> I, the one thing I noticed though, and you guys did you read X Force? No, motherfucker. I'm halfway through that X Men book where you know. Greg Land draws all the like. I'm about to fight you, and he like poses them. Seems to be a lot of similarities between the X books and the Avengers books. You got Secret Avengers, and you've got Uncanny X Force. Yeah, except there's no X Men got... book that's just a giant long diatribe between Hawkeye and Mockingbird, and like the Bendis books. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. So. Uh, that's true. Um, the one book I did yeah. uh, that I did get a chance to read that I picked up, uh, I was very surprised with. Did you you checked out Wolverine and Jubilee too? Right? Yes. Uh, Anything with Jubilee, I just hear clear. Solid start. We'll see where it goes. But, uh, I was curious about her character at the end of the vampire thing because right. she's a vampire by the end of it. Yeah, and I'm surprised they left it. Well, that's what this book is. Yeah. This book is completely picking up that thread. 
Um, real quick, guys, video game news. Sony's released uh, details about their follow-up to the PSP. It's the next generation portable is what they're calling it. It's got like 3G technology. It's it's I can't afford that shit. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah, it's going to be fucking expensive. And they've got thumb pads on it so it's not going to hurt your fucking hands like the PSP did. And it's also got like a uh, it's got a, an amazing great looking screen and a touchpad on the back. So I guess you can manipulate the screen uh, from the other side. Wait, so there are two screens? Yeah, one's on the back is a touch screen type deal or it's just a thumb pad. It's like it's like a mouse pad type thing. I don't think it's a screen. I think there's one screen. But it's gonna be able to do, do video that does it is at the top of the does, fucking line. Does it masturbate for you? No, you just masturbate. Why would you want somebody to do that? I, I mean, don't know. It's, you touch bad. It's supposedly it's, it's supposedly amazing, and it's supposedly so far out of our fucking like ability to purchase that who knows. But it comes Who's right. The market it, for something like that. Uh, it's got three G. It's got all this online well, what's capabilities. The price Nobody knows yet, but it came right on the heels of Nintendo releasing all their 3DS details. So for a very affordable 249.99. Yeah, so we'll find out more about this Sony thing at E3 this year, where we'll be. But uh, man, they're they're like coming out with this shit faster than we can buy it. Is all I can say. Um, Ian, that little blinking light says that the hour is almost up. I know you got That's so much. Light says. I know you got so much shit to talk about. Um, why you could just take next week's episode down. Yeah, why don't you visit the Geekscape website more and talk to these kids who who love you and idolize you and your opinions? You should drive by and like. Do you have an account on the website? I think I've had an account once or twice. You gotta log on, get, get on the forums, like, and talk not, to these nerds. Yeah, it's like not there. I don't know. Try it out because these kids they are talking about stuff, and I know you've got an opinion on it. And you know the podcast has never been long enough to afford you your full opinions. That's true. Um, Ian. If you guys want to see what Ian has to say to you, uh, go to Geekscape.net. You can also buy a t-shirt. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube by searching for Geekscape. We're there. Uh, you should be, too. Ian, thank you for being on the show, buddy. Sure. I don't know when you're going to be back next. but well, Probably around when you ask me. Well, here's the thing. He's been kick- doing some kick-ass guests. Walton's been bringing some kick-ass I, guests to the This is what I've couch. been hearing. Walton brings a lot to the table. Walton's been kicking some ass, so I'm I, like, all right, you'll get back I, in I, here. And Walton's not worried about what Geekscape's going to do for him? Are you? Not really. Are you worried about oh, it? Yeah, he's I'm just kicking fun. it. He's I just mean, having, you're fun. having fun, and you know, and you know, if, if you think about it, you know, what, what it's what you make of it. Yeah, right. It is. Geekscape's what I'm you make of opportunities. It. Shane's been writing like crazy for us, and turns out people like his rants and random rants is for everybody. And I'd love to get your random rants up every. So now. really, guys, like Geekscape okay. is there for I'm you guys. Friends. Whatever you make of it. You know, we involved. didn't talk about television really at all. I know, and I know you went home and watched Friends just that you could. Oh, so Sounds like you got to write a, so Sounds like you got to write an, uh, an article for okay. us. Let me just say one thing about Fringe right. is I'm so happy that are we still uh, yeah, yeah, yeah shoot it up. Is it's great that we fans went with it from Thursday to Friday and the ratings are you know, pretty much stayed where they were so it's solid. Fox is claiming it, you know, they'll keep it on. Can't right. shake them. Yeah. yeah. Show is so good. Guys, you kept your show. <laughs> I think mine's probably going to get canceled. What's well, Geekscape shit? will never get canceled, so we'll see you guys next week. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Can I go out with that? Yeah.